Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. We come to you on this darkest of days, sad and forlorn. I'm on and I'm sad. Dan is here. How do you feel? Sad. Sad. Rings of Power is over. It's gone. It's finished. Season one. I mean, it will be back for yeah, several yeah. more hours of, of, of Lord of the Rings goodness. But season one is over. Was it amazing? Yeah. Yes. Am I sad that it's over? Also, yes. I There's a gaping hole in my chest and I don't know what to fill it with. How's the dragon probably for another couple of weeks and then that's also gone. And then what do you I watch? Know, you know, I'm just thinking... I, I literally just started reading The Lord of the Rings again last night, and I just realized I did it because I had an empty hole where, like, Tolkien stores. Yeah, like, we need like, something. No, must fix that. <laughs> something has to fill it. But yeah, we're here. We're going to talk about the finale, and then I guess a little bit of our, our final thoughts can kind of merge into the uh, season one as a, as a whole, now that it's all been released. Now, yeah. well, yeah, hmm. So yeah, all right, let's do it. Let's get this thing rocking. Let's recap sort of season one, episode eight of Rings of Power. We open on a... I actually can't remember how this thing opened. My whole mind is a mess of numbness. How did this episode start? We don't know. We don't care. Talking points. Let's do those. (laughs) There's big things that happened in this episode. Lots of stuff was revealed. When last we saw... Look, we'll just start with one thing. Um, Galadriel arrives with Halbrandt to Salambalala and um, Eregion. Eregion, yes, I, I was talking not about even that. close. No, I was talking about the person who's there. Not. All oh, right, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> not Salambalala. Yeah, him. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, uh, they're arriving there. Again, I'm still. It's probably the one thing I'm like, yeah, it doesn't make sense how Halbrandt, who was like near Death's Door, but could travel by horse, which I imagine was quite a distance away to this elven. To city. be fair, he's not exactly in control of the horse when he arrives at Region. He's no. completely passed out, lying stooped on the back of it, and yeah. they've been riding also, nonstop for several weeks. <laughs> also, just to make clear, we obviously find out stuff about Halbrand in this that makes it that he could survive this. But I still feel like Galadriel probably should have gone, that, why did I do that? That doesn't seem like a smart move to just put someone who is is like seeping, has a seeping wound at the side. On the, the back of a horse? horse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. Where's that king's fall, baby? Where, yeah, where's her? Only the magic of the elves can heal this wound. You're an elf, Galadriel. Yeah. <laughs> Do something about it. I mean, maybe she was. Maybe that. Well, obviously, we know why he didn't die. Obviously, yes. we know that much. But 
Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll just, we'll, let's just get there. Let's just get it out of the way. All right, do you want to take your lap of victory on her now, or do you want to do I, it I, later? I, yeah, no, no, Cosby, I'll, I'll take this uh, lap of victory, and I'll take the one later on as well. We you take know. them both now and then shut up about it, okay? <laughs> which which one? Okay, so Halbrand. Okay. Well, first of all, uh, it it becomes like immediately obvious in this. They're no, I like they're they're not trying. I mean, I know they like they say it later on in the episode, but like the first. Do you mean, do you, no, hold on, on, on. Do you mean things lines like considerate? A gift. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? But, like, they, c- he walks in and immediately, suddenly, Halbrand, out of nowhere, is, like, giving advice to the greatest elven smith of the last 3,000 years about blacksmithing. kind of <laughs> weird that he didn't remember alloys. It's such a weird thing for a master smith not to be like, oh, I could have combined it. I've just been trying to hit it with a hammer for the last several months. None- oh, wait, you've been going at super-duper pressure doesn't work? Oh, we should just do it lightly. Maybe, oh. yeah, maybe just just do it. Be gentle just or something. Just gently <laughs> mix it with things. Yeah. yeah. So, but they're not. It, there's like a ten to fifteen minute, maybe longer. I can't remember. Time is weird in do these things. Think, hold on. Here's the thing. Do you think because they have been at peace for so long, and because Selenbor is just like considered a master smith, maybe he's not a master smith, but maybe everyone was too young to question him. They're just like, yeah, no, he definitely is, and he's like, yes, I know everything about smith. Thing. Hmm. We don't know a single thing he's made up to this point, really, do we? That's a fair point. He, he's like, like he's I wish I was as good as the guy who made the Silmarils, and everyone and everyone's like, are you even close to being that good at this point? The only design that we've seen is like the forge, I guess. Yeah. It's not really like a tool or a jewelry or magic. Which, piece. is that where they are yeah. presently? There is, so it's finished. Yes, it's finished, yeah. Okay, all right. I wasn't, I was, it just dawned me, I was unclear on that. I thought that for some reason the forge was being built somewhere else. No, but no, then, the no, you're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Halbrand is, now, so there's a 10 to 15 minute, 20 minutes or so of like Halbrand talking to Celebrimbor and giving him really weird, simple advice on how to make things and design you things. and metal, it melts. <gasps> metal can be made into ring shapes sir and Celebrin was like my god this man's a genius but and for now we're only going to build a crown because that's all we have for this and yeah. the light will reflect internal and one person will wear it it's you elf lord you the, the king the high king yeah. Gilgalad yes yeah but there's there's a whole this going on and there's it's all this like like Galadriel is like suspicious now because Halbrand she sees Halbrand offering Celebrimbor some advice and she's like, hang on a second. This is odd. And she's she's got some other elf like looking through the histories of the kings of the Southlands, which apparently yeah, were a thing. Have a lot of information. Uh, Research it anyway, bitch. Yeah, we, we don't know a lot about the kings of the Southlands, actually, really, except for this one scroll that I'll find that's an exact lineage of all of the kings of the Southlands up to the moment their line ended. How about that? Yeah, Will that do? Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, I guess that's enough. But th- this is going on and it's like... There's no way at this point, the sh- like, once he starts doing these things and once he says the words, consider it a gift, nobody, this is where the, the, the distance for me comes between, like, what must it be like to watch this show and not know anything about Tolkien? I really want, I want to sit down with somebody who doesn't have a fucking clue and just see at this point where they still, like, 
Why is she suspicious of him? He's just off. He said uh, he no, he said he was a blacksmith. We saw him making things on Numenor. Obviously, he knows stuff. Like, because uh, I was immediately, I was like, oh, okay, no, he's Sauron now. So, oh, I said it. <laughs> My bad, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> so Halbrand is Sauron. <laughs> like, 100% confirmed. Come on, it! <laughs> 100% confirmed. Halbrand is Sauron. Uh, there's no fucking, there's no pussyfooting about it anymore. Okay, I, I don't want to get super canon because that's, it's been a mire field. And it's been a, a day since I read the Silmarillions, but... Okay, Sauron uh, hides his evil nature, even though um, in in the Silmarillions, Elrond and Galadriel seem to sense something about him, but they, they're not sure. They don't realize like, he's Sauron, Sauron, right? In the books. Um, but did that happen before he went to the Numenorians? Because I thought this was... Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. So, so he goes to, to, go to Numenor. He yeah. He so ba- there's supposed to be an, a war now. Basically, yeah. He does the Anatar thing with the elves, and then somebody, it's not Galadriel as far as I can remember. It's somebody else like discovers who he really is, and they banish him and blah blah blah. And then there's a big war. He goes back to Mordor and he raises an army, and then there's a war. And then Numenor comes along, and they capture him and take him back to Numenor. Yeah, and then yeah, the fall of Numenor happens, and he escapes again. I mean, no, Numenor doesn't get... <laughs> and no, then there's no, another no. war, and then he no, goes back to Mordor. Oh, Owen, Owen, how can Numenor fall with such a trusted beardy fellow? Listen, Mr. Not Up to Anything, it will get to him, all right? He's fine. He okay. still has a lovely beard, that's all I'll say. Yeah. But yeah, so Halbrand is there, Galadriel finally discovers it, because she's like, tell me who you really are. The line that... Nobody's worn that thing. Yeah. Nobody's worn. Yep. Nobody has worn that symbol that you were wearing that I recognized and said, I told you you were the king of the Southlands. Like, how rude. Like, I mean, it's a thousand years. Like, even amongst elves, that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. You know, that's that's not a weekend for them. No, that's. I. Yeah, nobody's. It's it's a strange one to be honest. It's all this is all very, not uh, convenience the wrong word, but it's weird. It feels like condensed again. Yeah. Like maybe if I don't know, like maybe they wanted to have like a couple of episodes where Galadriel was like looking into Halbrand. Yeah. If this was a more contained show, and we were only looking at Galadriel. And she yeah. was, it was just Galadriel in Eregion, or even if they were yeah. in Numenor or wherever. It would be just Galadriel, like, talking to people and being suspicious. Like, Galadriel and, wouldn't hear, like, a muffled, consider it a gift. Yeah, ex- right. <laughs> and and, do you know what I mean? And then there'd, there'd be other, and it'd be like Galadriel trying to tell everyone, no, he's not who he says he is. And everyone's like, will you shut up? He's making me a crown, you idiot. He told us how you we can moron. Yes, he's, he, he's a better blacksmith than Celebrimbor, you idiot. Uh, out <laughs> it's, <just> so, <laughs> it's so strange. I was watching it going, what's, go- why, what's going on here? Oh, okay, <laughs> so I, the way I'm explaining myself about Kellen Bro is that the elves <laughs> are... I know, I never Sorry. be able to translate them, right? It's fine. Oh, God. No, but, yeah, but here's the thing. The way I see it, elves usually just try to take something purely from nature and then manipulate it to work for them. That's why we have... Like their entire homes are just built of trees that have just bent into shape. Um, everything in there is, I think, is about purity 
and perfectness from nature. So I guess they probably do have heard of obviously mixing it because he kind of mentioned, yeah, I've heard of mixing metals. But then he never considered that there could actually be strengths in mixing certain metals together because elves don't do that. Elves just take what is there and perfect it or twist it to their use. So I guess like he's just like, no, he never considered that you could actually strengthen metals by mixing them together. And that's a very elvish thing. They don't like mixing things together. They like the very rigid, this belongs here, this belongs yeah, there, this belongs that, there. That's why they hate Elrond. Yeah, they do. And they, no, but they do. They, the they, bastard. They constantly, but they constantly belittle him. You know, that is a thing they do with him. And they don't, they think um, dwarves and elves shouldn't mix as well. There's always sad stories about, oh, humans and elves getting together, calling for trouble there. Like, there is a sense of elves want everything in its place, and that's it. So the idea of mixing something that's technically weaker or not as good with something better, and the final result actually being enhanced would never cross their mind. Because they, I don't know, they probably just have to pray to a rock and a perfect bit of silver comes out for them. You know? Probably, yeah. I wonder if, if Celebrimbor is even a smith as we, well, he is because we see him do things, but like, but if, if his version of smithing is just singing to the <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's what the dwarves are doing too. Um, <laughs> literally, we see him do it. But it is a good point because they talk about how, you know, do- they are doctors in um, elf society, but because they don't age, it's they're more like Apocryphes. They they study other things in nature, so like, there is something to be said about that. There is, yeah. And you've said it. I did. I'll, I'll say more if I want. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, she she confronts him. Let's just get to it. She confronts. Um, yeah. So Galadriel finds the one the one document. That they have on the that it happens to be exactly what she needs to figure out I who like ha- that Halbrand's not. I like to imagine that we don't have much on them, and they just go into the one room where they have the information. It's just one scroll. It's like, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. They they just happen <laughs> to have this one thing that's exactly what Galadriel needs, basically. Yeah. Uh, if they could, the ne- the only way it could have been better is if your man had a Halbrand's diary or something where he yeah, just yeah. wrote, "I is Lord Suron," <laughs> in the corner of the page. So she confronts him. She's down at the river and she's like, tell me who you really are, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, so he doesn't, he says it and then, well, he doesn't say it for a while. And then he like does some weird brain mumbo jumbo. He's like, I'm inside your head, Galadriel. And she's like, get out of here, you weirdo. Her brother and her brother says, touch the dark once more. And her brother is really creepy looking. Yeah. He's like, we kind of go back to the dead behind the eyes. Yeah, but we kind of go back to the whole point that. Sauron has always pre- been presented by the evil guys, and now by Sauron, that someone who just wants structure. He doesn't want to like destroy everyone in the world. He just he wants to have everything structured well and make the world be efficient. And he he makes points like, "Hey, look, uh, Morgoth was holding my mind, and it felt like a fist grabbed me." And then he when he released me, he, he's trying to make himself very sympathetic. And I think the scary part was like the lateral was almost there. Especially when her brother thing appeared, she's almost like. Then she realizes there, there's no. there's definitely a moment in particular yeah. when he's pretending to be her dead brother and basically yeah. saying that like no 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 Sauron didn't kill me I was I was trying to help him or something and yeah. I like we were friends lovers yeah. whatever we were gonna rule together and then. 
But like, yeah, I don't know. I like Sauron thinks he's doing the right thing. Sauron isn't a mustache twirling villain who thinks, "Oh, I'm dastardly." He genuinely believes that. He, do you think, think he? he do you think he, he does? Do you yes, think he 100%. actually believes what he's yes. saying, or is this yes. that this is the party line that he's 100%. given to Galadriel? No, I never saw Sauron as a mustache twirling villain who knows he's doing bad things or bad things. Absolutely not. He genuinely believes that him being in power is the best thing for Middle Earth. I never saw Sauron as having any sort of personality whatsoever, to be quite yes, honest with you. To be fair, he's just a, in an Lord entity. Of the Rings, in the movies, he was just a big red eye, and in the books, he was just a red eye planted on top of armor and stuff. You know, there is no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's, it's interesting yeah. to see Sauron in any way have any sort of a personality or belief I mean, system look, or anything if, like If he takes after Melkor in any way. In his same ideas, like Melkor wanted creation, he wanted the light of you know Eru. He wanted to rule Miller because he thought his song, his thinking, was better. That's all. I mean, that's the truth for any kind of villain or dictator, isn't it? They think they're doing the right thing. There's a price to pay, but they're willing to pay it because it's the right thing for the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I yeah. I don't know though. I. Didn't. There's something about it was the line where he essentially he offers Galadriel like to rule at his side sort of thing and he's kind of like oh we're perfect together we like I give you power and you keep me away from yeah evil or whatever the fuck and I just thought this doesn't this is bullshit but the things he mentions it early on as well when after they had the battle um and you know, with the Southlanders, and they won the battle before the volcano. Because that this feels right. Now, I thought it was elves and men fighting together at that stage, but I think now more he means it personally. And the worst thing is, I think she agreed. She felt the he, same. Yeah, way. I don't know. I just I don't want. I don't want. I don't know if I'm okay with if the sh- if that's going to be a thing now. If like if it's going to be a lot of Sauron now trying to tempt Galadriel to the dark side kind of thing. And oh, I definitely will be. It's, I, I'm that's where they're heading with this, right? It's going to, like, it, yeah. there's going to be a lot of, like, and it, I don't know, in a lesser well, show, right. I'd even say there'd be, like, there would be, there'd be, like, an eight-episode arc where Galadriel is evil sort of thing happening oh, at some point. Did you know what I mean? I don't like, know for that now. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm glad that um, Galadriel is a mixed person in this because we've always known Galadriel had a bit of a, slice of evilness i don't want to say evilness but like darkness in her like yeah. even if you just read the law of the rings she's not cookie cutter i'm a happy elf and everything's great um here's the thing i'll say as well i having kind of gone back to the silmarillions recently and reading up they are kind of trying to go after the whole idea of of melkor and varda varda is um the wife of manwe uh and manwe is considered like the brother of Melkor and throughout the text we're kind of told that Melkor actually fears Varda the most because she still has like the light of Iluvatar in her face she can see and hear across everywhere and she's worshipped and loved because she's the light she is the queen of the stars and so that's the whole story of Melkor he wants that light and that power because he wants the secret fire and I find it interesting that now we have Sauron basically going after Galadriel, who 
at least in later years, is considered the same way. She is seen as this light, being of light and power, and all the elves love her. So, like, I some people might be groaning at, like, oh, Sauron likes Galadriel, but it's actually a really cool kind of rhyming thing of what happened before in previous ages. I wasn't going to do the Sauron's just Lucas. It rhymes, but you know what I mean. Like, it, there, it, th- there's actually some deep lore thinking here that I really appreciate. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I never thought about it that way. Um, yeah. I still think he, still think he wants to kiss her. But yeah, he does. No, he wants her. He wants her as his queen. But he does, and that's what I mean. I think he's genuine about it. He does want her on his side. He does want to rule Middle Earth. He thinks he'd be the best ruler for Middle Earth. Now we know it's not because he's a corrupted cunt who does anything <laughs> he wants. Yeah, you know, but I, that's what he thinks. I wonder where he goes now is the thing what does we, we so see where he goes no he's i mean i don't mean I don't, I, I don't mean physically all right i don't mean he <laughs> physically he returns to mordor we see that right yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. like where does what's the story in season two for lord sauron like is he now okay so actually because i'll we'll get to the other bits first and then I have questions about everything. But, so essentially, Galadriel says no to Sauron. Um, she wakes up. I guess she's been knocked out or whatever. Halbrand's gone. And she's she rushes. Elrond is there. And she's like, oh, Galadriel, what's going on? And she rushes off to try and... Well, we think she's trying to stop Celebrimbor from finishing what they're working on, which morphed from a crown or, into two rings. Or at least not have Halbrand there. Because the whole idea is that the Elven Rings were made in secret. Yes, he had some build-up to it, but we actually see the making of the rings. Halbrand had nothing to do with the actual production. Maybe the planning, but not the production. He also... Well, it was supposed to be a, a crown, and then they changed it to two rings. And Which then made me really curious. I was like, how would that work? After he leaves, they cha- Galadriel decides it should be three. Yes. And they have a some sort of a I don't know. Her argument is basically that like one will corrupt, two will divide, three is perfectly balanced. It does kind of make sense because it is. It's just is that there's more more likely that only one person will probably get corrupt, so the other two can outbalance them. That kind of works, you know. I'm not saying it doesn't work. It just feels like an odd. I don't know. It feels like something they're giving us a reason for something that we didn't really need a reason for. Why was it three can rings? I, Why not? Can I just say Wait. they spent a lot of time looking at those rings when they were finished, especially Kalimbror. He was just like, like mm, mm, the whole way there. It was, it was very kind of weird. Like they kept on going back to him. He has, he had nothing to say. He just had him smiling down the road. Yeah, but so here's the thing, right? So she gets there and then she's like, "You, I, I thought she was rushing to either stop their production or like stop something from happening. And she yeah. gets there and she's kind of like, Halbrand's gone. And Galadriel then is like, these, the first she's like, there has to be three of them, first of all. Two is stupid. Don't be an idiot, you dumb boys. We need three of them. Also, there has to be these are for us and nobody else. They're just for the elves and we don't give them to anyone else. We don't share them with anyone and they're just for elf people and elves only and elves forever. Long live the elves, basically. And they make I the three rings. I from her point of view, though. Because, first of all, she cares. I, I 
just doesn't seem to care for or against the dwarves. And then she's just been betrayed by someone who appeared human. So she's like, no, no, inner circle, no one else. Off you go. Yeah, right. Okay. So they have the rings. They look gorgeous, by the way. They're stunning items of power. So, so many people They're complain beautiful. about the looks of it. I think they look far. Like, don't around. The Lord of Rings movies, I like the look of them in that. But I like that they look a bit more chunkier and bigger. Because these are rings of power. They're awesome. Like, they look beautiful. They're beautiful. Yeah, yeah. They are well, very well made. Congratulations, Kelly Brimbor. I really wonder where the gems come from. They're from Valinor. They mentioned that. Never mind. They're from Valinor, and the gold and yeah. the silver is of the highest purity because it was also made in Valinor because it's Galadriel's dagger from her brother. Thrill in there. Yeah. And they're, they're beautiful. They're beautiful, yeah. beautiful items. Yeah. Questions then going forward afterwards of this couple of them. For Sauron, right... So I can't. Maybe you can enlighten me as somebody who's yeah. recently been reading the Silmarillion. From whence dost the dwarves getteth their rings? Um, I think they... Okay, so in the Silmarillions, if I remember right, again, I've only been reading bits and pieces of it. Um, those rings of men and dwarf and all, I think were made first, before the elves are made. So elves, like they... Because... Sauron was involved in making all the rings for the dwarves and for the men. And so he was part of that entire corruption. And then the elven ones were made in secret to hide from it. So I think the elven rings, at least to my thinking, and I please tell me I'm wrong, but the three rings of powers of the elves, I'm not talking about lesser rings, three rings of power were made in secret after Sauron showed his betrayal away from everyone. All the other rings were made with the elves, with Sauron. And then Sauron went off and made his own ring. It's a lot of secret rings. Yeah, again, this is the thing. I think in the original telling, you know, they kind of experimented with rings first. You know, there were lesser rings of power, not ones, not even rings of power, just rings with magical ability, you know? But yeah, I definitely felt like the elven rings were always made later in secret to kind of, yeah, you're right. You are right. So the the seven and the nine for the men and the dwarves, respectively, were made by the elves under Sauron's guidance, and the yes. three elven rings of power were made solely by Celebrimbor. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there is another thing that could happen where they change it again a little bit. So, like, yes, the elven rings were made first. This time it's weird. But maybe he... Sauron goes to other elves. Yeah, so that's what that was my that's what my question is. So what happens now? Because clearly they have they've changed this then from the things because the the elvish yeah. rings were made first, I mean, and Sauron had some sort of an influence in I their design. You, I would tell you there is an a kingdom that doesn't like elves. First of all, that we know, Numenor at the moment, we have an elf that's not part of the normal elves you know an, an evil elf a dark elf that they could maybe wrangle in to help because we know he made sword he made weapons as well who you know, Adar Adar like he was I think he made some weapons as who's well. gonna wrangle him in Sauron Sauron will get Adar to join him to go to Numenor nah Adar hates ring. Sauron man he killed him yeah. remember Sauron's yeah. dead Un yeah. Murdered him. Yeah. Until he won't and he'll serve him. Because here's the thing. 
Even compared to Melkor, in later ages, it seems that Sauron had more control over orcs than Melkor himself had. So I see maybe enough of the orcs siding with Sauron that Adar feels like he's obligated. Or maybe even Adar gets tricked because the Sauron is a trickster. Sauron might not even tell him that he's Sauron. <laughs> he might just say, hey, we're some humans who want to make some p- powerful stuff. Want to come with us to Numenor? And he goes, all right, shit, yeah. I'm also a first orc. <laughs> yeah. I'm also an Uruk. Look, it's your brother, Uruk too. Again, I we've literally seen an entire season where Sauron tricked quite a lot of viewers. Now, not all viewers. I think it's been one of the strongest theories yeah. that Halbrand is Sauron, but in general, but, like right. he tricked everyone. In so the show. yeah, but do you think? Do you think now? So say season two. Do you think Sauron, not as Halbrand, but as you know, under a new name or whatever, does he go to? The dwarves now. Does Halbrand now go to Prince Durin under the mountain and bend his ear a little bit? Or, or does our fucking favorite dwarven homie Elrond do it? Maybe. Um, I have a. F- so, uh, so one thing that I want to happen though that might not now because they changed the timeline is that Sauron does go to the Valar at some stage, right? Now, I I don't, I actually don't think we will see the Valar in this. No, I, I I wouldn't say so. Yeah. I I think they're I don't think they're they in this they are things that can be seen necessarily at the yeah. moment. Yeah. So I again, and it's one of the things that they have to ask for permission for a lot of the Valar and what they do because most of their story is in Silmarillion. Now they are mentioned in the appendices, but for the most part they are. And like you said before in previous episode, you need to get permission. Uh, for, they need to get permission for each character outside of the Lord of the Rings books. Um, so, where's Sa- Saranax? I think. Yeah, I mean. Durin is at his lowest, I guess. He might seek power. He might need it to fight a Balrog. He might. Maybe Which the I, Balrog. I doubt, to be fair. But... Or the Balrog cuts through the kingdom like butter. And they have to rebuild, and they need the power of the ring to help them. Here's the thing: we also need to see more of the dwarves, the the family of dwarves, because it was each one of the houses of dwarves that got a ring. Yeah. As well, I know? mean, we also all over the place. We also don't have nine kings of men right now. No, there are no king. We don't have king. We don't even have kingdoms of men yet. No. Which is and where no, I wonder. Brad can't be the um. What's Who's the head of the... The king who was promised in the Southlands or whatever the fuck? No, 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 no. Who was the uh, witch king? <laughs> now Halbrand oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He's not... No, yeah. that's something... That, maybe the show's going to make weird, not up to anything at all, Counselor Bearded Man something. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. It's... Three seasons left. There is room. Four. But four seasons left. There is room. No, I know there's room, but I wonder if... Yeah. I am starting to wonder if they're going to do a time jump of some sorts. Between seasons. I've been saying that throughout the season. I definitely think they have to almost. Like, all this can't happen over, like, five years. Yeah, but then it's a weird one, because I don't know. Somebody, whilst uh, Doran and the Dwarves not seen in this episode at all, somebody I was surprised we didn't see anything whatsoever of is Isildur. Not in... He's, that's what I mean. This is where it's... I'm like, if you're watching this and you somehow 
have no concept of who Isildur is. Do you think? Do you think he's dead? <laughs> Are people okay. just like, ah, oh, it's a pity that kid died. Guess we'll yeah. never worry about I mean, him ever oh, again. Hold on, hold on. You don't have to be like deep into canon. But that's what I'm saying. How could you yeah, possibly? Yeah, yeah. How is there not anyone who hasn't? Like, I'm sure there's people out there who've never seen any of the movies or something. But like, why would they be watching The Rings of Power? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> everyone I, I, knows who Isildur is. He's, yeah. you know what I mean? Nobody's sitting going, oh, well, Isildur is dead. I guess he can never grow up to betray the realms of men ever okay. again. But Isildur is a Numenorian. They can live, what, 250 years? He's, what, 19? We yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so, I mean, and his dad is, what? Unclear, 50. also. Yeah. Oh, but he could again, be. His dad could be 190 be years old. Like, we don't know. Yeah, yeah no problem. <laughs> but uh, let's assume... They have a normal distance between ages, you know, and we assume that, you know, he's, what, 19 and the dad's, up, let's say, 50, right? Um, we still have 200 years we've been throwing them. They are men. Yeah, no, it's and true. Halbrand now is Sauron, so we don't have to worry about him aging and dying. Yeah, and the show has never actually... They've never mentioned... That Numenor, Numenorians are different to people of the Southlands, like physically, I guess, in terms of how they live and no, stuff. I'm sure they never have. I can't remember. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think they've ever said like they've never put an age on any of them in a way yeah. that's been like, oh yeah, cool. These people live for a long time. They do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. I don't know. It's a strange one. I mean. Yeah. I just, I most of my questions are to do with where, what's going to happen now, because I don't know, everything's like... I think a time skip is needed. I think we need to establish kingdoms. Even if they do a time skip of, let's say, 70 years, and they just said, hey, look, some kingdoms have arisen now. I can believe that happening in, in within a generation or two, you know? That's yeah, fine. but then I could also see season two opening with a sealed door, and he's in Mordor. Why? I just, I think, oh, I he's, think, he's more no, I mean, there. why is he, in, yeah, is yeah. It, that's where he is, yeah, but I yeah, could, yeah, I don't yeah. know, I could see the season two opening with a lot more focus on Isildur, and if he's in Mordor, and he's witnessing certain things, maybe Isildur, for a brief time in this show, listens to Adar, maybe this is the start oh. of, maybe the show might be trying to offer some sort of explanation for the weakness in Isildur that will eventually cause him to not throw the ring into Mount Doom. Yeah. And betray everything. Yeah. Possibly. I, I, I'm I don't know. About the voice I called to him when he's out of sea. It's, see, Deep yeah, voice. there's something there's something happening with Isildur. Like, the show clearly has some sort of a, well, obviously we know plot-wise things have to happen with Isildur. But like, I yeah, I don't know. I feel like season two might be they might move away from... Yeah. I feel like they have to. At some point, the show has to start making okay. Isildur a bigger character, yeah. is the thing. Here's the thing I first say, right? First of all, for kingdoms and worrying about uh, king, you know, men's kingdoms, all we have seen are Southlanders who didn't have a king. We have not gone anywhere to the west. We, there could be kingdoms there that Gondor eventually becomes. That Rohan eventually becomes. It could be within a scattering of kingdoms that eventually join together under a sealed door. 
uh, become a true kingdom. Not a sealer, a lendial. You know, like that is a possibility, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. You know, we don't hear as many of those kingdoms, but sure, we can. See. I mean, to be fair, Lord Rings doesn't really mention a lot of those kingdoms either. It doesn't, and a clue towards that actually might being the case is that when Galadriel actually is asking Librarian Elf for things, I think what he his words are actually. He doesn't specifically say the Southlands. He says we. He says something like we don't have a lot of, or these are elven. It's an elven library or whatever. We don't have a lot of things here concerning the kingdoms of men or something like that. He he doesn't spe- specify to Galadriel. Oh, it's not. We don't keep a lot of stuff here about the Southlands. He says men in general, and I think he yeah. uses a plural that, as in, there either have been in the past or there are currently. Other places where men live, they're not just I mean, in Numenor in the Southlands. I mean, um, what's it called? Um, Hilltop. What's Weathertop. Name? Weathertop. There's an old structure there. Who's to know that's not a keep that we've forgotten about? Like, they, they could have been many scattered, random little kingdoms. Hell, the Shire is still free for taking. You know, there's no mm. one living there for now. Yeah, for now. I, I mean. When does um, Saruman's Tower get built? Like, it's there before he arrives. In the next age. No, but that's the thing. It isn't. It's there before. Oh, Orthanc? Saruman didn't build Orthanc? No, Orthanc was around before. He just moved into it? Yeah, fairly sure. Oh, okay. Anyone, feel free to correct me, but I'm fairly sure it's there before him. So, like, there are structures there. I I think it's perfectly valid, but there'd be a few kingdoms we just haven't heard of yet. Like you mentioned, probably don't have records of it. And it wasn't relevant just yet. And it soon will be. Yeah. I mean, I imagine she probably has sent off a few um, soldiers off to maybe a few kingdoms, like the Queen, to Middle-earth and see what's going on. Because they haven't been in contact in a while. Yeah, we may, maybe. we. She definitely left some behind with the Southlands people, I guess, to escort them to this former colony that's yeah, soon going to be... Or, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who knows? Maybe there's already something there. They just haven't don't have a record. Yeah, there probably is. There's definitely people still there. Yeah, like yeah. it's not. Yeah, new. So <laughs> maybe that's a big conflict we'll get. Maybe this is where Sildor comes into it, and he brings people together to fight on the same side. Numenorians and you know, people of Middle Earth in general. Yeah, I think I feel like they're they're edging us towards a civil war sort of situation in Numenor anyway, with with the whole sort of the faithful. Versus, yeah. like, people who hate everybody sort of thing. We should probably okay. jump to that, though. Uh, we, just real quick, just one last thing I did want to mention um, very quickly. So the, the choice that Galadriel first and then Elrond both make in deciding... So Galadriel knows for a fact, an absolute fact, that she has just led Sauron into the heart of an elven city. She spent time yeah. with Lord Sauron. She's brought him to Numenor. She's done all these things. She knows Sauron is now alive, and she chooses not to tell anybody. And she chooses like not to say, we can't make these rings because that was fucking Sauron. Yeah. But not, not only that, Elrond makes the same choice. Now, not to the extent Elrond obviously doesn't know that he is specifically Sauron, but he knows... Uh, I so Elrond can see things that even the elves yeah, themselves even if he can't he knows for a fact the two things that we definitely know that Elrond is 100% certain of is that Halbrand is not who 
he said he was, or who yeah. Halbrand was lying to them. And secondly, like and Galadriel hates him. And there's something yeah. seriously bad went down between him and yeah. Galadriel. Uh, even to put two and two together, it's just who does Galadriel hate more than anybody? Oh, how oh, Halbrand is Sauron. Okay. And it's the way she says it as well, isn't it? The, about the trust thing when Elrond is about to say something and she reminds him that literally 20 minutes ago, well, 20 minutes ago in the episode, Elrond said he would never, he'd never like not listen to her again. Basically, when she told him, poor Elrond keeps getting mixed up in his words. It's like, oh, you're not going to tell anyone about this magic stone, will you? And like, uh, you have to tell us about this magic stone. It's very important. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought that was interesting, though. It was. I think that was also that was the pride of the elves on full display as well. Oh, hundred percent. Like all three of them. As all well. the three of them. Yeah, they were all. Yeah. Celebrimbor was just mad with fucking ring fever or whatever that is. No, he's saying, I'm going to be like the greatest yeah. what was, ever, like, what's, you know? what's they call it? In, what's the fucking... They have a name for gold it, isn't it? Gold fever. fever. Yeah. Gold madness. Yeah. Mad. Go- he if Celebrimbor has that, but for rings, basically, yeah. in this thing. No, Do it's you, fame. That's why he doesn't yeah. care about the rings. Do you reckon... Um, because obviously the three people standing around the three rings all do eventually get a ring of power, but they're not the original. Well, except for Galadriel. Like, they're not... Elrond and Celebrimbor are not supposed to immediately pick up one of these and put them on. I think Celebrimbor actually gets one of them. So, not straight away is the is the thing. No, you keep talking. I'll keep so Galadriel gets hers straight off the bat. She keeps it forever. Gilgalad gets the other two first. And then he gives one to Celebrimbor. And then he gives the other one to Círdan, and then Círdan gives that one to Gandalf. Eventually. But I wonder uh, yeah, if they the are. I wonder. Billion Nara went to Elven High King Gilgalad of Linden, who uh, trusted Vilya to Elrond and Narya to Kildan. So Elrond does get it. Elrond gets the ring. First pick. Oh, I thought I was thought Elrond yeah. got it after Celebrimbor. Um, no, uh, and Narya to Kildan, um, who I don't think has shown up in this. Uh, Elven no, of Rivendell and Mithlont. Um, Respectively, these rings were kept by blah 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 following the rival, and then then Galadriel was a, then Nenya was given to Galadriel. So, uh, no, Lady of Lothlorien, mother of Elrond's wife, Celebrion. Okay, yeah, give it to Galadriel. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, <I'm> getting... <laughs> Next time on Dan live reads the Lord of the Rings Wikipedia. <laughs> Excuse me, the one wiki to rule them all. Yeah, that's what the Lord of the Rings Wikipedia is uh, called. There's like three. Okay, all right, fine. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> Maybe don't yeah. read well, it yeah. out on air next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, because you never did this. I read it in my mind space, Daniel, while we're on air. I don't mumble it into the microphone. Yeah, yeah. and then you rearrange it to make it sound like you came up with it. We yeah. know your trick. Yeah, that's the fucking, that's the power of being a, a, a well-rounded individual. Uh, yes, okay, yep. cool. That's me. Uh, but yes, right, that's it. Uh... So we know that Elrond gets one, Galadriel gets one, and some dude we haven't met yet gets one. But I have a feeling they might just go, uh, Gilgal might keep it for a little bit. <laughs> because, like, and then Celebrimbor will try and steal it, probably. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? They just go to him still, just, and he's still expecting the crown. He just like puts out rings and it's small. I don't think it's going to fit me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just do, you do oh. the elven magic thing. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that thing all tied up in a bow, nice and neatly. Let's get to the other big reveal. Um, the uh, most boring plot line in the world no, 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 finally no, no, got interesting. No, 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 no. Um, there's something else we were. Yeah, the king of Numenor is dead, and yeah, Elendil's sister is probably yeah. poisoned by a palantir or something. Whatever. Yeah. Um, he seems to also like see her as someone he knows, and I, I guess. Yeah, interestingly, if you've been watching House of the Dragon, um, just funny that there are similar things happening in both the shows in the same episode and the same week. Yeah, okay, cool. Anyway, uh, yes. Then. Yeah, that all happens. Meanwhile. Now, your theory from last week, you said there were those white, weird people chasing The down white, weird people. Mr. Yep. Not Gandalf. Uh-huh. And they claim him as Gandalf. And I mentioned, yeah, but maybe they don't know. Sauron, first of all. If you're going to try and, if you're going to try and make <laughs> me look like an idiot, maybe use the right names. Yeah. No, I was just calling him not Gandalf. Just because that was so I've been calling for this entire series. You've been calling him not Gandalf throughout this entire series. Pretty much. So you agree you didn't think he was Gandalf? No, no, no. It was just like, oh, he's not Gandalf. Oh, wink, wink. What? Oh, nudge, nudge. Listen, anyway. the show still hasn't told us he's Gandalf. <laughs> you are grasping onto that. For nah, he's fucking like, all right. The stranger is Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> the stranger. Yeah, okay. So anyway, those, those three weird ones... Um, they seem to be made of uh, weird moths and like live in the invisible world, and that's what they are. And they hunt him down. Like, hey, Lord Sauron, you've returned. And he's just like, Am I Sauron? Yes, you are. And like, oh, that's great, wonderful. Um, and the hobbits hunt him down and are able to break him out. And eventually, uh, Nori says, No, you're not bad. I know you're not bad. You get in there, kid. Get in the one, two. Um, yeah. Once they, um, Lenny Henry gets stabbed. Lenny Henry's dead. Rest in peace to Lenny Henry. Nobody really cares, but he's dead. Uh, Gandalf is Gandalf now, except they won't say his name is Gandalf, probably because at this point he didn't have a name, so he's not actually called Gandalf, but he's the wizard who will eventually become Gandalf. The wizard soon to be known as Gandalf. He, yeah, which I hate. I really don't want that. I just hate, I, ugh, God. Good God, I don't, I just, I was like, yes, finally he's, First of all, he starts, slightly remembers things, and even though this is his first time ever being on this Middle Earth, he has anecdotes about the importance of adventure and stuff. <laughs> he speaks, uh, he, I was going to say, he speaks English now properly? Like, after... No, he, he can talk. Himself, yeah, he's fine now. Like he, he, doesn't, he doesn't fully remember why he's here or exactly who he is, but he remembers a lot of stuff, apparently. But you um, follow your nose and you'll be all... Yeah, he right. says the follow your nose line, um, which is, you know, they want... So he's he's Gandalf, and he, they also say he's a Nistari, so he's Gandalf. Yeah. And then he, he's the other Nistari. Unless, yeah, unless, the other? How many? Unless, no. yeah. <laughs> unless following his nose, following your nose is just a common Nistari saying that they yeah. have amongst yeah, each other. Yeah. But he, um, he's gone off to the east. He's going to Rune to, on a journey of self-discovery, accompanied by an annoying little hobbit called Nori. I like Nori. Don't give out to her. I will no. give out to her. Great. I'm giving out to her right now, Nori. Very, very I don't sweet. like you or your accent. All right. Okay. The latter part is acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So we, yeah, that's that's kind of the story of, um, I guess, Gandalf's entry into Middle Earth. They mention he's the other Astari. Now, Astari is not a term for. No, that's not what they said. What did they say? It was, it, if you were, it might, it was phrased oddly. But the, it was two separate utterances, basically. Okay. 
They the said he's other. he's not. Oh, it's not him. He's the other, the Istar. The Istar. Okay. They said singular, so, and it was like the he's the other. Full stop. The Istar, like as a title okay. kind of thing. So here's the thing. Do you think the Istar is a can be a term if there haven't been other Istars in Middle Earth? Because Istar basically comes like wizard man. That's basically what it translates into, right? He well, Gandalf tells Nori that it in 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 your language, it translates to wise one or yeah. wizard. Yeah, exactly. So what do you think is the deal? Do you think there's other? What's the deal with the Astari? Because the thing is, like, if like this is the name of an order at this stage, were there other Astar? Are there other Astar already in Middle Earth? Listen, if they're gonna if they're gonna say Gandalf is knocking about the place, why not? Surely yeah. the rest of them are at some point. They're somewhere. Maybe they've been here before, and people sort of. I don't know. This is why he needs to go to Rune. In the east, which is, I am looking forward to seeing Rune. That would be yes, it'd be cool to see that. Very um, uh, especially because, I mean, we get the implication that that's where Sauron's meant to head himself, but Sauron has now decided to go to the Southlands to South, you know, into well, or yeah. So the three made-up people for the TV show, the I can't remember. They 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 have names that are also weird. One of them's called the Nomad, and the other one's called the the adjacent or something or the nascent or something weird yeah, anyway yeah. they're dead now whatever they they think that Gandalf is Sauron because he fell from the sky in a giant fireball which fair enough fair enough listen guess it's gold listen bad, we all thought it at one stage right it's fair <laughs> enough okay <laughs> you know I I trust in my gut on that one so the, and they're they're like oh we'll we'll bring you back to Rune and teach you how to use your powers. Sauron doesn't need to be taught how to use his powers, I guess. <laughs> like the actual I think, Sauron. I think they must have, through observation, thought that he lost some of his memory due to like a curtain being put on him. They mentioned something. Like yeah, they they said the ones who the ones who cast you down or something will well, I'll teach you how to get back at them or whatever. So they yeah. think Sauron has been reduced to this old fella who doesn't remember how to use his powers or whatever, and they're going to help him, and I in return, Sauron's going to help them or whatever. But I got a question for you then. Do you think Hal Branch knew who was Sauron from the start? Yeah. Do you think it's because he says he was trying to get to the Valar on that boat? I think the first he, one that came out of my mind <laughs> when I said he went, "No, never mind, I'm wrong." <laughs> what? He says that he he tried to get to the Valar when he met. Yeah, that's what he was doing. Yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. was trying to reach. Well, I mean, Valinor, whatever. He instinctively tried to return home if he had lost his memory, like. And yeah, I don't. No, I don't think he lost his memory. I think Halbrand. I think this whole time he's been, like, this has been his plan. This whole mm. time is to like, like I remember, like, do you know we were talking about like, I don't know. It was a few episodes ago that like all of these things are probably Sauron is. Back when I was like, I was under the impression that Sauron wasn't going to be a guy in the show. Yeah. Like, we weren't just going to have like, he's Sauron. It was just going to be a, a presence, and all everything that's happening is part of Sauron's plan. He's like, he's pulling all these strings and he's influencing people and he's whispering in ears and all this kind of stuff. So I think either he may not necessarily have been truthful when he said I was trying to get back to Valinor because yeah. I guess he would have known he couldn't. But like, 
he may it may have been part of his plan to stage a convenient meeting with Galadriel to set things in. No, I I disagree. I think he was trying to get back in, and that's it's how the Silmarillions talk it as well. He does return to the Valar at one stage, like that is a thing that happens. Yeah, so yeah, I, I don't think, know. But there's many layers to him. He's like an onion. Question, uh, do you think Adar was lying when he said he killed Sauron when he looked at Sauron in the face and oh, I don't know who you are? I think maybe Adar thinks he killed Sauron. Yeah. Which is what we said <laughs> at the time, anyway. If like, what Sauron looked like to Adar before, you would have thought Adar would have been more surprised. Holy shit! It's you! <laughs> You know? Yeah, well, we. I wonder if, like, because we saw, like, the kind of flashback images of Sauron, like, yeah. previously. And he was the typical, like, big horned helmet swinging a mace kind of Sauron. So, like, is yeah. that what Adar thinks he killed? <laughs> Adar thinks he stabbed that guy and he just went, whoa, <laughs> like, poofed away for a while. The, the, the t- three hermits that were looking for um, Sauron but went to Gandalf instead, do you think... That they were made in that experiment in the north, but someone was trying to connect to the unseen world. Because they are mm. part of the unseen world. We I saw them. We saw their spiritual forms. I don't know. I don't know what they are, to be quite honest. They're from Rune. Yes, and they are connected to the unseen world. Yeah. That was I don't know. I, I'm wondering now, like, if we go to Rune, are there more of them? Are there people? Because yeah. they said oh, they'll teach you, and Rune is where the answers are. Are there people knocking about Rune who can just use magic like that? Do you know what I'd love to see? If the blue wizards show up in Rune and that they were working for Sauron in that regard. That's where, because we see these three, they're using staffs of magic and all that. And we have been told before that the blue wizards went into the east to teach necromancy. So like there's bits and pieces here that I'm like, I'd be kind of interested to see the blue wizards having joined the site there. I mean, that's why we don't know much about them. They were bad bastards, man. Yeah, a few more theories on later yeah. writings, but yeah. That's, that's All right, let's it. let's knock out our final thoughts. Okay. Yes, Mr. Frodo. It's over now. So on the whole, now that we've seen the whole first season, what do you think? Overall, I thoroughly enjoyed this series. Uh, this is not uh, the movie Gold Rings as much as they try to be at times. But I think they got the feeling of a second age right. There is more magic in this world. There's more, like, it has more of a mythical focus than the more Hobbit story of the Lord of the Rings. Um, I will say I felt the final... Though overall great, I didn't love the whole Sauron and Galadriel, the ring-making process, how quick that was and how quick it was put underneath the covers. I think they rushed it there to like say, all right, guys, we'll show you Sauron exists, all right? It's fine. I think they, they messed up there a little bit. But I'm really curious to see what the second season brings. Yeah, I think um, overall I loved it, to be honest. Uh, obviously, there's things I wasn't crazy about um it's strange what i'm about to say is going to sound odd considering we had a total runtime of these eight episodes for about nine and a half hours but the ending felt rushed 
Like, mm. somehow, I don't know how it felt rushed, but at the same time, I'm really happy that they they didn't drag out any more of this, like, who's Sauron? He could be anyone. Or the stranger. Who's the stranger? Is he Sauron? Is he ever going to learn how to talk and not just be mumbling, bumbling all the time? Like, I'm glad they moved past that now. Like, we're actually, they can kind of get into some more proper things. I didn't, I was kind of getting old. The The whole stranger thing was getting a bit old. It was getting a bit tiresome. It was. It was a bit like, oh, he's still walking with the hobbits. Yeah, it was yeah. just, just, every episode was just constant, the same stuff. And I was like, okay, like, we get it. All right. We, and we know what's happening. Just, just have the something. thing is, right, they've moved from pure mystery of who these characters are to the mystery of what they will be doing where they would be going that's that's the interesting part because that's what kept the series alive wasn't it people having theories about who's doing who's who and what are they doing now for the next season and up to it we talk about where are they going to go what would they be up to like what are the plans how is this going to divert from the Silmarillions because this is where actually I find a lot of interest now not just that hey we it has to be spot on to the Silmarillions, but now it's like, how was this actually different? And seeing the different parts of the canon, I'm looking forward to seeing the adaption process now. Yeah, and I have to say, um, that's true for all of them as well. Like, I'm interesting to see what happens with Queen Muriel in Numenor. Like, where what's going to happen with her and Elendil's situation and going forward and how they're going to deal with the the fallout of, the, of her dad dying and I'm even interested to see whether or not uh, Isildur's sister has gone insane or if she's been like hey, what about Nori? No, I don't care for Nori. <laughs> to be honest, not all of them. I going to miss her entire village. <laughs> no, I really hope we never oh, see them again. Dad, and, uh, they were grand. They were interesting. Characters. Listen, all of them were grand, but I just didn't care. I was just like, yeah, yeah. whatever. I really, actually, I'm so, so happy. I truly, 100%, I was sitting there and she was saying her goodbyes or whatever and she was leaving and then Polly ran after her and I, 100%, I thought they were going to do some version of the life. You might oh, be going alone, Mr. Frodo, <laughs> but I'm coming with you. And I was just like, please don't. Please don't do it. <laughs> just come on now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm at least happy that it's just one of them. I am interested to see what happens to the Hobbits in general, though. Like, why they settle. If Nori has something to do with it. Because, um, I mean, there's always this talk in um, with, with Bilbo is that he's he, he has a bit of tuck in him, as well as Baggins. And there's this, like, nature that contrasts against him. The nature of just relaxing, being at home, and having a pipe, and eating some food, and the adventure one. And I wonder, is Nori... And all the things that the hobbits think about, like saying, oh, no, you don't mess with people on the outside world, but then also settling. I, I, I want to see where all of this falls and why. Like the culture, I don't. I'm really interested. I am, because I like hobbits. Apparently you hate them now, so. Never cared for them. You don't care for Samwise Gamgee. You wash He's a specific out. person that I enjoy. Yeah. He doesn't like. No, I it's not the whole. I, I just wasn't interested in them as much as anything That's else, to be honest. I and it was mostly because nothing happened in their plot. I think there is some interest in come. What changes them as a culture? But so do you that, think? Do you think in season two we're gonna see any of the other Harfoots? No, I it's hope just Nuri and. I hope we get a break for a season from them. 
Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it will be just. It'll be Nori and who knows Gandalf wandering around. Maybe they settle down between that. Between the time we see him next, they may have actually decided to settle down because wars are brewing. Um, they don't know where to go safely anymore. They lost their pathfinder, so they think no, we'll settle and stay here for a while. Yeah, or Polly's probably going to be the new pathfinder. But I wonder why. I, I'm also I, what I really want to know. I guess going forward is what's their plan for Gandalf in this show? Like, what's he? Because there's no way they can't be building. Like Gandalf isn't surely now. Say, obviously not in season two, but right. So he goes to the east. Obviously, they're they're leading him towards. He's he has to remember who he is, kind of thing. He has to discover why what he why he's in why he's been sent to Middle Earth and stuff. But why has he been sent to Middle Earth? Like, why uh, is Gandalf? Is, is he going to go back and like? Is Gandalf going to? be present during the last alliance and is Gandalf going to be the one who's kind of like helping Galadriel is Gandalf going to fight Sauron at some point because that it feels like they're no I don't think anything that's going to happen and if they do I think it's a mistake because we have from the mouth of Mordor he makes a big point to Gandalf saying oh Sauron is aware of you he has seen you dipping in and out always keeping your distance but we have been aware of you so I think the general feel of Lord of the Rings, at least, is that Sauron and Gandalf never met face to face, and they probably won't for this show. But Gandalf but then why in and out? He because that's what Gandalf does. He makes allegiances all over. He brings people together. Maybe we're going to see more of a seal door. Maybe we'll see him like at the formation of Rohan. That's where we'll see him, not at the front line fighting. That's not what Gandalf is about. It's never really been about that. He, like, yeah, but this him, is not. Like we've already seen him, even in this episode, more blatantly use his powers in this whole season. But he doesn't know who he is completely yet. But he's starting to. And I think he doesn't. Yeah. He... No. I. I mean, he doesn't. And but I think that I don't know. There's something odd about like presenting Gandalf like this, almost as it felt to me like doing both reveals at once and saying. Here's Sauron. Here's Gandalf. Almost felt like a. Here's the villain. Here's the villain. Here's the hero. Like they're gonna. Gandalf's gonna be like, ha ha. Just keep in mind, three people were introduced throughout the series that follow that. Galadriel as well. Galadriel is the enemy of Sauron in this, and that's an even more interesting question because we never really like, you know, we don't even read read Lord Rings and say, oh, and then Galadriel fought against Sauron. You know, we. She was probably involved, but in later battles, I don't think as much. This is the thing. We have four seasons left to go. I think we're going to see emer- like an emerging of who these characters really are. I wouldn't be surprised if they introduce Saruman next season and have him arrive. Because the whole thing was, the Maya, usually, who Gandalf is, don't usually know who everything they knew when they were back in Balinor. Like, they're kind of like, they have ideas. They have broken up ideas of why they're here. But their actual true mission is something they kind of discover over time. Like, they don't remember, oh yeah, I was talking to, um, you know, one of the Valar the other day and he she told me to do this, this, and this. No, they have a vague idea that they have to go there to save men and help them. 
And I think Gandalf is going to discover this. Maybe, you know, by the unseen force in Lord of Rings and Tolkien's tellings. Because it's always been like, there are greater powers at play. And maybe Nori is one of those, the powers manipulating her to make Gandalf realize what he's there for. That he's a good person, that he's here to help. Because that's what she says. He is good and he's here to help. And he's going to do that help by punching Sauron in the face several times. This is why I want to see the Blue Wizards, because I think that will retextualize himself. Why is Gandalf here if he meets the Blue Wizards? The Blue Wizards could be here for a while, you know? They might even be allies for a while. And on that note, what did you guys think of the Rings of Power Season 1 as a whole? Let us know. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Did you like Gandalf? Do you hate Gandalf? Do you love Sauron? YouTube video of ours without actually listening to the video and just say random things mm. in regards to our summary in our uh, video. Will, will, will you do that? <laughs> I hope not. Anyway, we'll be back. <laughs> no more Rings of Power. We're gonna we're returning to the realm of movie things. And uh, myself. All rings have left. Uh, yeah. Well, next up it's ha- it's fucking Halloween Town, baby. We're oh, doing yeah. some spoopy stuff for the month that's in it. God help my sanity. We will be oh, back. Thursday and Friday or something? I don't know, whatever we're doing. We'll be back at some point uh, very shortly. In the meantime, peace. Bye. Asherlo. Did we grant?